Welcome to Exploring Narcissism Podcast. My name is Hadil and this month, during February, we are focusing on the topic of ending a narcissistic relationship. There are four episodes around this topic, sort of like a mini-series. This week's episode is what you need to know about leaving a narcissistic relationship. I'm going to talk about three main areas. First, I'm going to talk about how a narcissist feels when you finally leave and end the relationship. Narcissists do have feelings, but not necessarily in the way you think. Then I'm going to talk about what they do in reaction. And finally, I'm going to talk about when's the best time to leave or to end a narcissistic relationship. A quick disclaimer, everything I share on this podcast is derived from my own personal experience, knowledge and research. I'm not yet a qualified therapist, although I am training towards that goal. The purpose of this podcast is to raise awareness on the nature and challenges of being in narcissistic relationships, help you to reflect and ask yourself some poignant questions, is to help you gain some clarity and hopefully help you make decisions that support you. Some of us might assume that a cold or indifferent, unemotional, unempathic narcissist might feel nothing from your ending the relationship. Some of us might be shocked to learn that the narcissist ex was quick to establish a brand new relationship and that can feel really hurtful and upsetting. I'll come back to this point in a bit. Contrary to some assumptions, highly narcissistic individuals do experience strong emotions. What they don't experience is pain at losing you, heartbreak, loss, and they certainly don't experience any sense of guilt, remorse, regret, or any sense of accountability at all for any wrongdoing on their part. What they do experience is anger, rage. They feel wounded. In other words, narcissistic injury. Their ego is bruised and they feel unsettled by loss of control, power, any benefits or inconveniences having you around afforded them. And for some, they fear not having a source of fuel ready at their beck and call. You are likely their key source of supply and you up and left and now they are furious. If you are in a relationship with a highly narcissistic person, no matter what they say, they don't feel love or care or affection towards you as you do them. And I say this because I know many of you are in situations right now where you believe that you love your partner in spite of how they treat you. And if you are listening to this, then chances are you are already you already believe or suspect that they are a narcissist. So narcissists feel angry, enraged, and they may, f- may feel betrayed by you. How dare you leave them? How dare you abandon them? By you abandoning them, you have taken control of the narrative. 
You have made a decision and taken an action that has threatened their sense of power and their sense of control. You took that away from them and that enrages them. The sense of anger is common among all narcissists, but to varying degrees depends on the type of personality they have. Whether they are extremely controlling or they may not seem controlling on the surface depends of various factors. Their rage can vary from one individual to the next. They might feel hateful towards you. They might feel disgusted by your behavior. They might feel contempt. And that might even be obvious. You may be able to detect that on their facial expression or actions afterwards, which can be telling. Your leaving, the actual act of leaving, denotes to the narcissist that they aren't important or powerful enough. Narcissists tend to be quite entitled and your leaving threatens their sense of entitlement. Because you had the audacity to leave them, they were no longer able to control you or assert their dominance and power or have access to any fuel. This is extremely unnerving to any narcissist. Let's talk about how they react. And I choose to use the word react rather than respond because narcissists react and not respond. A response might imply some form of adult behavior, such as actual communication over you leaving and ending the relationship. Narcissists are incapable of handling anything in a truly mature way. They react. Reaction might look like some or all of this. One, they attempt to hoover you back a.k.a. suck you back into the relationship. Again, they're not trying to get you back out of love. They're doing this because, A, they're not ready to discard you. They don't have a replacement for you. And I say this because narcissistic relationships are not like normal relationships. Narcissistic relationships are transactional from the perspective of the narcissist. You are there to provide for them what they need, any benefits or conveniences that suits their needs or lifestyle and fuel. And they get this through controlling you, asserting their power through all their awful tactics, such as gaslighting, their manipulation and game playing through constantly putting you down. All this is designed to fuel them, it's like charging a battery. They get recharged in a sense. So they attempt to hoover you back into the relationship. They're not ready for your leaving. They don't have a replacement and maybe they don't, ev- they don't ever want to let go. But it's not out of love or affection towards you. It's much more sinister than that. By the way, hoovering will not work if you have a really solid no-contact plan. That was my experience. I went completely no-contact. I was brutal in that sense. And there were so many attempts to hoover me back by the narcissist and his family, his flying monkeys or 
vultures as I personally call them. I ignored, blocked and deleted at every attempt, every corner, every whichever way they came at me. I was in a position to do that, fortunately, when I had antagonizing messages towards me or about me, I had a strong urge to respond, but I chose not to. It felt more powerful to me to do that, as in I wasn't going to allow them to manipulate me into acting as they wanted me to act. So if you really can, commit to a solid no contact plan, which means no contact with anyone else connected to the narcissist, even if there are people you genuinely liked. Your well-being and healing needs to be a priority right now. If the narcissist doesn't attempt to hoover you back, that means they have someone else who already replaced you. It may appear like they are in a happy relationship, but the reality is the relationship is not too dissimilar from your relationship with a narcissist. They may try to hoover you at a later date, even if they aren't trying now. Ultimately, narcissists' actions are to support them and their own needs and nothing else. So, how a narcissist reacts to your leaving besides attempting to hoover you? When, when that fails, they attempt to smear you. Depending on their level of anger, they launch a smear campaign, which may be as small as going around telling everyone what a vile person you are, that you are the worst human to have ever existed. They play the victim card. Poor me, she or he did this to me. They make it so that the abuser becomes a victim and the victim becomes the abuser and people who listen may believe that. You might have to come to terms with the fact that some people will have a bad impression of you and not be willing to hear your story. These people are not important. If they care enough, they will be willing to listen. And the best people are the ones that support you and show up for you. Being subjected to a smear campaign is awful. It can be one of the most dramatic, stressful things to go through. I'm saying this from my own experience. So it's really important that if this does happen, that you build a solid support around you to help you get through it. I would advise to not retaliate like for like. Take the high road in some instances and in others, you may need to report to the police or seek legal action. In my case, after a year of ongoing onslaught, I had to go to the police. As soon as I did that, the cowardly narcissist disappeared. Once a stronger power threatened their actions and the real realization that there might be consequence, you know, from the police, they backed off. Well, he backed off. Whereas when I ignored um, the smearing, um, so when I ignored, whereas I, when I ignored it, their smearing gave that gave him a sense of power and control. That's what I'm trying to say. That through smearing, 
he felt powerful. I became aware of that and my efforts to educate myself on these things also helped me cope. Remember that the narcissist might, might also recruit other people to do the smearing for them. Family or friends might be willing to participate or they might even be manipulated into doing so. Again, how you deal with them is similar to how you deal with a narcissist, as I mentioned earlier. Ignore, take the high road, unless you need to take a more drastic action. If I can offer one very important takeaway from this episode, I hope it is this. Do whatever you need to do to keep yourself safe to protect yourself, to support yourself, to prioritize your mental well-being. And please know that if you think you can change a narcissist, ask yourself, have their words ever aligned with their actions? What I mean is any time they made promises that things will get better or any time they said they would do something that you wanted them to do and they haven't, then why would that change now? If you ask them to be kinder towards you and they continue to belittle you, why would they change now? Are they capable of having a mature adult conversation? If all they can do is deflect and turn things against you, blame you, why would they change now? What's the benefit of the relationship to them? And what's the benefit to you? If this relationship is impacting you in the worst of ways, then it's time to make decisions that support you. Only you can make decisions for yourself. My, pur my purpose in this podcast is to raise awareness on the dangers and the impact of narcissistic relationships. I know that narcissistic relationships are emotionally and mentally abusive relationships and nothing good ever comes from that. If you can get away, do it now. Do it ASAP. And that brings me to the final part of the episode. Leaving is never, ever, ever going to be easy. And the best time to leave, ideally, is as soon as you recognize that you are in an abusive relationship. For some people, that may have to be immediately, if there's any danger of harm to yourself and or children. For others, a more thought out plan needs to be put in place, an exit plan. Some people are never at risk of physical harm and it may be the case of telling the narcissist that you're leaving and committing to that decision. At the point of leaving the narcissist, Um, will either try to be nicer, to sway you, or make things very difficult. You're having to fend for yourself against the narcissist and also against your own mindset. It's really hard when we're addicted to the highs and lows of the relationship and when we allow our fears, fears and doubts take over, which makes the leaving almost impossible. This is something to really consider and think about what that means, um, what means of support you need at this time as well. Narcissistic relationships will never change for the better. 
the ups and downs will continue and the years go by and still nothing changes for the better as long as you're committed to a narcissist. Harsh, but that's the honest truth. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has given you some value and has inspired you in some way. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider rating 5 star on Spotify or leaving me a positive review. I sincerely appreciate you. And thank you so much for everyone who has already rated my podcast. It means the world to me. If you have any questions or topic suggestions or would like to connect with me, you may email me at inquire at whisperedmind.com or DM me through Instagram or Facebook. You are welcome to join my private Facebook community, Exploring Narcissism. This community is there to support, uplift and empower people like you to live their best lives. Wishing you love and peace, my friends.